stock your spice cabinet. It can help to take you places, both from a culinary perspective and health-wise. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me, and let's squeeze the joy out of this life, because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? We've heard it so many times, and it's become ingrained in us, right? Food is medicine. But really, I want to peel back this onion because of a question that my 14-year-old recently asked me. He said, how did they deal with disease thousands of years ago, before conventional medicine and antibiotics? And I responded, the answer was in nature. Was in nature but it really still is in nature. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, ancient civilizations became masters of using plants and herbs as their remedies because they had to. And pharmaceuticals that we use now are often derived from those medicinal plants like garlic, onions, turmeric, thyme, black seed, and so many more. And so this is not a new relationship that we have with Mother Nature, but it's one that we need to re-examine over and over again because in it lies potentially the root of our being able to build our own immunity. Now, being omnivores, we have a lot of foods to choose from and convenience isn't always in our favor. While it's much easier to roll up to a drive-through or lean on others to make food for us, we tend to lose our connection with our own nourishment the more distanced we get from the preparation and selection of it. And my friends, there's never been a time where owning our own health has been more important. With the unprecedented pandemic and daily stresses associated with adapting to these changes, our systems may have never been so challenged in all of our lives. Our nervous systems, endocrine systems, digestive systems, lymphatic systems, adrenal glands and systems, and our immune system, every part of our body needs the support. And I believe it all begins with food because food is the fuel to not only give us the life force we need for energy and vitality, but it also helps us to manage stress, helps us rest and sleep, helps us balance our hormones and helps us to armor up our immunity. It helps us to produce healthy cells that we need to fight infection. And when there's a crisis in any one of these systems, the machine that is our body becomes at risk of breaking down. So boosting our own body's immunity and fighting infection can be found on our plate. When you eat a variety of fruits and veggies, especially those loaded with antioxidants, 
that is a great step. When you get your full array of essential amino acids from protein, that's a step. When you get good fat, the omega-3s that you need and the slow burning carbohydrates to fuel your body, that is a step. And then adding in prebiotic and probiotic rich foods, they all help to get our gut health in check and that's a step. These are all steps and literally spokes in the wheel. Hydration is important too. So let's really put this all together into a format that we can apply in our daily, everyday lives. And while there's no silver bullet, I do believe we can take big strides in protecting our incredible bodies from succumbing to sickness. You know, sitting here and waiting for a vaccine for COVID, I mean, folks, let me just be honest, I don't even think I wanna get in line for the first round of that vaccine. Not until it's proven, not until I've seen that it can actually work. In the meantime, let's look into the medicine cabinet, so to speak, of our kitchen, where we can begin today instead of having to wait and feel like a sitting duck. So here are my top eight foods for boosting immunity. And they all contribute to immunity in different ways. So make sure that you take notes on this and maybe make your grocery list out of it or check out our Eat to Thrive program where I go into these categories at even greater detail and give you recipes that you can use in your everyday to put these into practice. Because it's great to hear a list, but until you implement, it really doesn't do much. So here we go, the top eight immunity boosting foods. Number one, nuts and seeds. Why? Because they're rich in lysine. And lysine is a building block of protein. It's an essential amino acid because your body cannot make it. And I talk a lot about essential amino acids in my book. It's a big part of our strategy. You need to obtain it from food. That's the amazing thing about food is we can't live without it. Um, and studies show that lysine can increase the number of new cells when you've been injured. And that new cell turnover and those healthy cells are so important. It can even potentially promote the formation of new blood vessels. Blood is oxygenation. Oxygenation feeds healthy cells. And lysine can even play a role in reducing anxiety. A study found that it blocked the receptors involved in stress response. You know, that cortisol that gets produced when we're stressed out. And let me tell you, anybody that tells me that they're not so stressed out or anxious these days is lying. <laughs> Straight up. You know, how can you not? I mean, even the most stoic person has to have a moment these days when they're just like, when is the end coming near? I've had many many sleepless nights, I'll be honest. And I am full of faith and like to push fear down, but it gets the best of us sometimes. So getting lysine from proteins into your everyday is a smart idea. And you can find them in plant-based options too. It doesn't have to come from animal proteins. You can get them from nuts and seeds. You can get them 
you know, from things like cashews and walnuts and almonds and pine nuts and pepitas, those pumpkin seeds. I love to add toasted, chili roasted um, pumpkin seeds into salads. You can get them from sunflower seeds, pistachios, all kinds of different plant-based lysine rich foods. And if you have them in your pantry, you can just pop them in to everything that you're making. It's such a powerhouse. And the, the benefit of that is it adds a lot of flavor and texture to your foods too. So stock up on those nuts and seeds in your everyday. Number two is yogurt. You know, being a person from the Middle East, yogurt is a big part of our everyday diet. Um, we eat yogurt in a savory way and a sweet way. In the savory, we make yogurt sauces with garlic, cucumber, and lemon juice. And it's so delicious. It's served with pretty much everything. Um, and we also eat a dab of, you know, homemade jam blended into our yogurt. But what you don't find so much of is these, what I call dessert yogurts, where they may as just may as well just be a piece of cheesecake. Um, and the reason that that doesn't work so well is the benefit of yogurt is from the probiotics um, and the role of the microbiome in our overall immunity is so significant. Many studies, especially recently, have been done and point to it being all about our gut health. You know, there are a lot of health conditions like obesity and insulin resistance something called fatty liver disease and low-grade inflammation that is often diagnosed in people with low diversity in their gut microbiome. And when you have a variety of beneficial bacteria, that probiotic bacteria, it can do the opposite and it can help fight infection in your body. You know, yogurt is a great source of protein too, and there's a lot of plant-based versions available, which is great. You can find almond yogurt, you can find coconut yogurt. So yogurt made with different types of milks that still have those beneficial probiotic bacteria. Just make sure that it does have a diverse range of bacteria in what you're purchasing. You can even make yogurt yourself. I know growing up, that's something my mom used to make on the regular. And uh, boy, I think I would appreciate it a whole lot more now than I did back then. Um, you can also find probiotic-rich fermented foods in kimchi, sauerkraut, pickled vegetables, raw apple cider vinegar, tempeh, and black garlic. And again, great things to incorporate into your regular eating habits. And I have a lot of recipes where I show you how to use them and create them in my book with the link below here in the show notes. So that's number two, yogurt and probiotic rich foods. Number three is microgreens. Now let me talk about microgreens and greens in general for a second. These are phytonutrient, phytochemical rich foods. And the, the great part is that you're getting the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet for your calorie buck. So what that means is they deliver more nutrient density in every bite than any other food that you can find. And with that, you also get all of the benefits of fiber 
and cell regenerating power. It's immeasurable. It's more than our little minds can even handle. We just don't even know the extent of these phytochemicals. They are so vast. Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? Well, then you're one of the smartest people I know because you're absolutely right. It's not enough. That's why we created the only all natural and patented line of food wash and wipes. And it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab tested. And it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too. And that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean, eating, fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body, where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out, eatcleaner.com, or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. But what is really cool is that microgreens, which are basically the premature shoot of the plant, and it grows in just weeks. And so that makes it very sustainable and it's easy to grow indoors um, in climates where, you know, growing outdoors may not be as conducive. That they can be up to 40 times more potent in these phytochemicals than even their mature counterparts, according to a study in the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry. And the fun thing about this is you don't need to chop them. You can just wash them with Eat Cleaner and layer them onto your salads, your sandwiches, your wraps, your bowls, into smoothies. And they just incorporate so beautifully because they're small and their texture is, is fine. So it's not like chopping up a big stalk of you know, something, something large that you need to process down. Um, and they can easily be hidden or tucked in for your more picky family members. And I love the, spi the spicy ones like the radish sprouts or like daikon sprouts. They are so flavor packed and just a little bite goes a long way. So the truth is small can be powerful, <laughs> said by yours truly. Uh, and you can also lean into foods that are rich in cruciferous value. Those cruciferous vegetables like cabbage, cauliflower, broccoli that are cancer fighting um, and full of fiber and great benefits as well um, in their disease fighting power. So phytonutrient rich foods should be on your everyday menu multiple times a day. Try the microgreens. They're kind of chefy too. When you add them to your food, it just kind of looks gourmet. It looks like you've gone to a fine dining restaurant when you can find them pretty plentifully at most stores near you. So that's number three. Number four are berries. Berries are antioxidant rich foods and that's our next category. 
you got to antioxidant up. I mean, when we think of immunity boosting foods, we think immediately of vitamin C, right? Vitamin C being um, one antioxidant. But berries are a great way to not only get that in a potent and readily available form that is easy for our bodies to assimilate and digest, Berries are also really high in fiber and other phytochemicals, those naturally occurring nutrients that help to protect our cells from damage. Healthy cells are the key to healthy lives and anti-aging and a healthy immune system. Um, so all of these foods do contribute to that, but antioxidant-rich foods are an important way to get that in a con concentrated form. Berries are also really good for your heart. You know, they can help to prevent high blood pressure and they can help to manage diabetes because they're low GI, glycemic index, which means they won't spike your blood sugar. I spend a lot of time talking about consistent blood sugar in my book, y'all. It's so important. I can't stress this enough because it puts stress on your body to manage a drop and a spike in blood sugar all the time. Your body is going into overtime just to regulate itself and it doesn't need to be that way. You wanna try and keep your blood sugar as consistent as possible so that your body doesn't have to work as hard. So feast, feast on blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, goji berries. And acai berries, when you find them, you, you can't eat acai berries on their own. They're too bitter, but when they are processed, you can have them in an acai smoothie or a bowl. Just try and pick the, the kind that don't have sugar added because they can have a lot of sugar added to them. And that kind of defeats the purpose. Other antioxidant rich foods too include tomatoes, artichokes, dark chocolate, yes, thank you, as long as it's 70% or more unsweetened cacao, beans, and leafy greens like kale, cabbage, and spinach. You see the theme here, by the way. A lot of these foods cross over into other categories. So antioxidant-rich foods are number four on our list, and berries are a great way to get them. Number five is garlic and onions, and these are prebiotic, not probiotic, but prebiotic rich foods, and let me explain. So not only are garlic and onions a delicious base to almost every culture's indigenous cuisine, I think it, pretty much everything I know starts with garlic and onions for the most part, it's the basis of our modern day antibiotic system because of their virus fighting power. And prebiotics are what we need to get probiotics to do their good work. So you can kind of think of them as the fertilizer for a healthy gut situation. Uh, and onions, as well as garlic, have a whole array of health benefits. Onions regulate blood levels of bad cholesterol and good cholesterol. And onions are best if you eat them in their raw state. So don't be scared. I know there might be people around you that are like, please don't eat raw onions around me. But here's what you can do to kind of quell the, the stink factor is let them soak in raw apple cider vinegar for just like half an hour. You can add 
Uh, you can do raw apple cider vinegar. You can do a little rice wine vinegar, um, and then maybe even tone it down a little bit more with uh, maybe some coconut amino acids. And that will help take the bite out of your raw onions, but still keep the integrity of them not being ad adulterated by cooking. So that is a great way to just uh, not keep your loved ones away. <laughs> And onions like garlic help to decrease the risk of potential developing blood clots. So, you know, eating onions and garlic helps to fight against virus and bacteria. They help to prevent and heal infections on their own. I'm also a huge fan of fermented black garlic. If you've ever watched me cook or you've, uh, you've got my book and you've seen some of my recipes, you'll see fermented black garlic show up quite a bit because it is more mild, just like, you know, the, that quick little pickling of the onions. Fermented black garlic is easy to eat. It can, you can eat it right out of the, uh, the peel. It's creamy, it's almost caramel-like, and that flavor lends itself beautifully to anything you would use regular garlic in with more of a toned down mellow flavor. So that's my foodie tip for getting those into your everyday. Prebiotic rich foods, especially garlic and onions are number five. And they're so readily available. Number six is beans. Beans are zinc rich foods. And as the, the little childhood song goes, beans, beans, the magical fruit. <laughs> yes, they are a fruit, you know, fruit, sure. Well, they're legumes and they have an important place in your fit lifestyle. I think beans and, and grains get a really bad rap, but the truth is beans are an excellent source of fiber, protein, B vitamins, and zinc, which can help ward away colds and viral infection. Uh, and beans are one of those classifications of plants that really set them apart from other fruits and seeds in that they do offer high nutrient content, especially protein. Other benefits are that they can also decrease blood sugar levels. So again, talking about that sustaining a healthy blood sugar, beans can help with that and give you that pure plant-based protein that you need, especially if you're observing any sort of modified diet where you are excluding animal proteins. And I will tell you something, you know, I used to be kind of anti-soy, but I'm becoming more of a fan, especially soy in its whole form, non-GMO soy that's not genetically modified because that is not good when it comes to soy. They use a lot of pesticides when it is genetically modified, and I don't like that. And buyer beware, by the way, there are a lot of soy burgers perpetrating health food right now, and they're just made from genetically modified soy, I would steer as clear as possible if I were you. But whole soy definitely has a place in your diet, especially if you're, let's just air quote, transitional in your hormonal stage, aka menopausal, <laughs> um, having, you know, edamame and um, tempeh can be powerful add-ons into your regular eating habit they definitely have a place in your diet. And stocking up on a variety of pre-cooked canned beans is a great way to boost up a strong pantry. You can add them to salads, to soups. You can make veggie burgers out of them. I've got a great recipe for stuffed peppers. 
that I use uh, black beans in, and even desserts. You can put black beans in a brownies. Those are the bomb, you guys. That works really, really well. You won't even believe there's black beans in those brownies. You can also get zinc from wild rice, sunflower seeds, and nutritional yeast. So lots of plant-based ways to get them in, and you can also get them from animal proteins too. Oysters, uh, lamb, uh, wild, uh, you know, caught game, bison, they're all good sources of zinc as well. So beans, the zinc rich food, get them into your eating habits. Number seven, wild caught seafood, fatty seafood like salmon, mackerel, and sardines. This is the classification of omega-3 rich foods. And we've all heard about the benefits of fatty fish, but how exactly does the class of omega-3s improve immune function, you're wondering? Well, through the effects on, um, of the, the omega-3 rich foods on cell membranes, again, let's go back to healthy cells, especially your white blood cells that help to fight infection, every cell in the body wants homeostasis. That is a constant internal environment. That consistency, like with your blood sugar, is really important to your body. So a healthy cell mem membrane, that wall between the internal cell and the outside is key. Without that membrane, cells lose their ability to hold water. That hydration that we need so much in our bodies are 70, more than 70% water. So holding on to those vital nutrients allows the cells to communicate to each other and to fight if they need to. Cell membranes are mostly composed of fatty acids. So that's why getting good fats into your diet is so critical. And I would say, don't be afraid of canned seafood. Um, you know, sometimes you can't find the fresh stuff or it's price prohibitive. You can, again, stock up on your pantry and everybody's looking for ways to bolster their pantry right now because, you know, sometimes you can't find fresh things on the, on the, uh, in the case. You can then get your, your pantry stocked up. Uh, and it's available year round and it's always wild caught when it's canned. I have this great recipe for seafood stuffed avocados in my book. They're one of my daughter's favorite things. I think you might really like it. And last but not least, number eight, the category of capsaicin rich foods or spicy foods that comes from spicy peppers, horseradish, and wasabi. Now let's talk about the burn. Some of the people listening to this are saying, the hotter, the better. And I feel you, I love the heat too. But for those of you who are like, uh, just looking at a pepper makes me wanna cry, I feel your pain, because <laughs> we have family members on both sides of that fence. But here's why you want to enjoy the burn that you can stomach. That burn that runs through your nose and makes you wanna cry is the natural super immune booster called capsaicin. Capsaicin is an active ingredient that you find in those spicy foods. And it's been widely studied for its pain relieving, relieving effects. You'll see some rubs and creams with that, um, with that uh, heat in it. That's what it does for alleviating pain. It's also good for cardiovascular benefits and 
it can even help to prevent ulcers, which I think is interesting because sometimes you're like, I just can't really stomach the, the heat, but it can actually help to prevent ulcers as long as it doesn't give you, you know, a stomach ache that you never want to try them again. So start slow is what I'm saying. Capsaicin can also effectively open and drain congested nasal passages and helps to boost the immune system and is a great natural cold and flu remedy. I know that, you know, a lot of people like a cayenne tea, you know, when they're starting to feel a little bit sick, but this is something that you can add to your everyday. I have a a great drink, I call it my real vitality tonic, and it's got ginger and cinnamon. These are all like heating up herbs, and you could put a little dash of, uh, of cayenne in there too if you wanted, uh, and get your immune system going, get that burn going, and it's also great for your metabolism. Yes, it can help you burn faster just by heating up your internal system. So you know, the, the, the benefits are immense. Um, and one other benefit is that cayenne peppers are also a great source of vitamin A. And so vitamin A being uh, a carotenoid is something that you can benefit from. Um, those beta carotenes are great. And you find those in carrots and tomatoes as well. So start slowly, build your tolerance, I have a, a Carolina Reaper plant in my backyard right now. Those are apparently the spiciest, the hottest peppers known to man, the highest on the Scoville chart that you can find. And uh, I got the plant for my son because he's always bragging about how he can take the heat. We'll see what happens. But stock your spice cabinet. It can help to take you places, both from a culinary perspective and health-wise. And that's it, my friends. Those are the eight categories that can help you boost your immunity. You can find this in detail on our blog at eatcleaner.com forward slash blog. And please share that with your friends so they know how to boost their own immunity. But the bottom line is we all have a role in our own health. It starts today. It starts in your own kitchen. I hope this was helpful. And if it was, I'd love to hear from you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.